Southern Vanguard Radio. This is DJ John Doe. And right in front of me in that little bitty tiny computer screen is my man. Oh, yeah. Must be Sunday night. Sunday night. We going in. Cappuccino me. Nate, get up, Nate. Get up, Nate. Wake up, <laughs> Nate. <laughs> Nate. Nate, wake up, man. Oh, Lord. Oh, oh, it's so bad. Oh, oh so awful. Lord. God <laughs> damn, man. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Nate, 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 what the fuck, man? Get up, man. <laughs> Lord. Oh, man. Well. Big homie, what's good? Uh, you know what? I'm just happy to be here. It's Sunday night. Um you know, and uh, you know, like, like we do about this time every Sunday night. Um, you know, it's, it's we're on some Southern Vanguard radio shit all so, the time. What about you, man? You good? Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm winding down this uh, vacation I've been on, man. Tomorrow I'm back at it. So you've been on uh, a good, you've been on a good little rip past past yeah, few days, I'm, right? I'm good, and and all I got to do is make it for another two weeks, and I'm off for the rest of the year. Dude, you sent me that tabernacle. <laughs> you sent me uh, those. Dude, you sent me those two uh, th- those dates yesterday. I was like, this motherfucker here, boy. I tell yo, you what. But here's the thing, though. You gotta you gotta understand. Ain't no pandemic for me. You know what I'm saying? My the the company I work for, the organization I work for, has been closed since March of this year. The offices have but, been closed. Right to the public, right. Uh, we sent that. We sent everybody home to work from home in March, but I don't have that luxury. So if I'm not actually at the office, if I'm not actually working, uh, I either don't get paid or I don't have a job. So I've been right. working this whole time. I've been going to downtown Atlanta this whole time. I've been in the office. I've been in all of our locations this whole time. So it's just like, yeah, I don't have that luxury. However, if they do, um, if they do the right thing and shut the country down again, <laughs> I will find a way to work from home. Trust you me. That's that's definitely in my plan. But uh, but it's been good, man. I had I had some good time off. Um, you know, I've been with my family and. Yeah, and man. We good, man. So I'm thankful. Yeah, man. Same here. Yeah. I've had, like I like I told you, you know, usually Thanksgiving is fucking crazy for me. I'm usually oh, yeah. traveling somewhere yeah. with my family, and uh, yeah, it's a wild time. Yeah, like I told you, this is probably the most relaxing Thanksgiving I've had in 15, 20 years. I I, I don't yeah. know if that's a, I guess that's a good thing. I just can't believe it's been that long. Oh, uh, it's definitely a good thing, man. And you have to you have to take it for what it is, man. For uh, sure. You know, I just I'm I I vividly you know remember calling my mom and letting her know, yo, we not we not coming that way. Yep. This year, and um, pretty good chance we ain't gonna see you for Christmas either. Right. You know, my mom is in that age range, and I'm just like, if we if we made it this far, yeah, man, we just gonna we just gonna keep keep rocking like we've been rocking. So uh, yep. So yeah, man, I'm not I'm not tripping off that. I really don't do a whole lot of goof ass shit for the holidays anyway, just because right. I'm a curmudgeon and and we don't we don't believe in such foolishness. It's Scrooge season. Yeah, I don't I don't you know, I don't wear it on my sleeve like you do, homie, but I am I am in those ranks. Well, like, he, I don't here's, I really don't give a fuck about none of that shit. Well here's the interesting thing though. I think what truly kicks off Scrooge season for me is all this fucking rigmarole that like comes with the holidays and I mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. I, I love doing that stuff with my family and I know my, you know, like, you know, my family's excited about it. I'm excited about it too, but there's just a lot of like, in my opinion, unneeded and unwanted stress that comes with the holiday seasons in a number of, absolutely in a number of ways. And usually it's about Thanksgiving time when it kicks off, but you know what, dude, I, I've been easy street this week, bro. I was just talking with my wife. Just, just, the, just this evening, just like this has got to be the most relaxed I've been this time of year yeah, in man. a long time, dude. Yeah, you got to enjoy, it, man. Got to make make the most of it. So, uh, so yeah, yeah, man, I'm yeah, not mad man. at. It. I'm not mad at it at all. Yeah, it's good shit. Yeah, we tried to get together and watch that fucking fight last night, but that didn't work because I'm being a good out upstanding citizen of the 
world right now, but uh, homie, I, I want you to know we wasn't even tripping off that shit. Yeah, I know we you totally weren't. understand. It's like uh the the different variations uh between the households, you know what I mean? Yep. My household versus yours. Uh shouts out to DJ Pocket, you know, DJ Word. Pocket's household versus yours and mine. Yep. And you just gotta do that shit. Yeah, man. About tripping off that shit, man. We yep. cool. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, we'll All do right. that shit another time. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that another time. All right. No uh well, shit, let's get into this rap shit, man. Enough of this fucking Thanksgiving talk and holiday talk. Yeah. Uh this is the first Fuck time you're shit. listening. <laughs> this is Southern Vanguard Radio. We drop twice a week. On Tuesdays, it's a mix show. Uh, all the latest and greatest hip hop. Uh, Meeks and I just talking just an awful amount of shit. I mean, we're we're still in this this COVID era right now, so you know, me and Meeks have been doing this shit virtually since March. Usually, you know, my <laughs> dudes here at Dirty Blanket Studios, and we're just we're really ripping shit up. But uh, you know, we're, we're holding this thing down while we can. And uh, and then on Thursdays, we have an interview session with a DJ or MC, producer, behind the scenes person. Um, you know, within the culture that we love, uh, you know, so much and hold so near and dear to our hearts. So make sure you subscribe on all your platforms. That's Mixcloud, SoundCloud, uh, Stitcher Radio, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Google Podcasts, hit YouTube. I, for whatever reason, makes a lot of folks been hitting YouTube here lately. So, you know, go go run up those YouTube follows and plays, man. I'll take that. Yeah, um, we'll take it. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna work something out. Uh, visually for y'all as soon as we can. Yeah, you know. Um, I think that's how we gonna turn the corner on this shit. Yeah, huh? yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, Meeks, we have some affiliates as well to help spread the word as well. Yeah, we got atlhiphop.com, I am Classic Raw Radio net, Return of the Boom Bap WRBB, um, XY Radio, XY Affiliates, and Soul Public Radio out on the West Coast, Cali. All right, there we go. Yeah. All right. So I'm really excited about this evening because one, I'm a DJ and producer and uh, maybe a half-ass engineer. I wouldn't know if I call myself an engineer, but, uh, this oh, the engineer talk going to be good. Tonight. Oh, no, I got, I did. this, I this, this is my, I mean, I, I've, I've been really been, lo- I love these types of interviews, man. I and, got some questions. And this brother right here has been behind probably one of the most definitive, uh, I hate using the word movement. You can say it's movement though. It is definitely a movement, and uh, um, and a number and of it's, and it's important to, to it's important to um um attach that term to what's going on right now because that's what's um, successful right now. These uh, these movements, whether it be uh, uh, collaborative movements or mm-hmm. these individual movements that we see in the in the culture right now, they're very important. Uh, they're very polarizing because that's what's keeping this shit going right now. So yeah, movement is a is a Indeed. good word. Indeed. So um, uh, we've been playing, you know, a ton of music that this gentleman has been behind the boards on, and oh, uh, boy, I, I, I'm hoping the behind the scenes stories are going to be insane tonight. So, uh, and he's this cat's got a lot of history too. So, um, you know, first off, big up. Um, actually, I think it was uh, G4 Jag who connected us originally. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, we, uh, let, let's get into this shit, man. Without any further ado, Vanguardians, welcome. Yeah. Big French. Frenchy. Big, big yeah. French. Yeah. What yeah. John Doe. Yeah, Mr. man. Yeah, we got the G code live and direct tonight, man. Y'all buckle up and get ready. We finna talk some shit. <laughs> French, how are you, man? I'm chilling, bro. Yeah. Coming off that turkey high. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> that turk, that turkey nod, that turkey hit you like that hair on. Yeah, that turkey slow out. <laughs> that tryptophan, you get? <laughs> Hell yeah, French. Did I see you were able to uh, connect with your parents over the uh, over yeah, over the holidays, man? man the stove. I went. Uh, I gotta tell you a quick story. Yeah, I didn't. You know, all of our parents are a little up there in age, so I definitely wanted to be sure that I was straight before I went to go see my moms and shit. So I went and stood on a long-ass line for the COVID test, right? Mm-hmm. So I get to the front, almost the front, right? Mm-hmm. And the security guard is standing there. He goes, okay, from this point, you got another two-hour wait. Damn. I'm like, two hours? At the front of the line? Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? I'm like, you know what? 
And that's when the Harlem, the Harlem <laughs> Slickster kicked in. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, hold up, bro. Come here, let me talk to you for a second. I, I'm up to the security guard. I'm like, yo, bro, how much is it going to cost me to get in? Uh, <laughs> like, like right now. <laughs> right now. Exactly. My my back ain't going to let me stand here for two more hours. <laughs> you know what I mean? So he's like, well, what do you, I mean, he's like, everybody's going to see me take you in. I said, we at a clinic. They don't know why you taking me in. Right. I said, All right, here's what you do, bro. Go back inside, fuck around for a minute, come back and then ask who needs to go to the bathroom. He said, okay, that's a good idea. So he goes away. He comes back about 10 minutes later. Who still needs to go to the bathroom? You need to go to the bathroom, bro? He points at me. I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> so, so hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. But how much, though? How much? The, the, the beauty of it was he didn't ask for a specific price. You just hit him? On my way out after yeah. everything said and done, yeah. I tossed the nigga a little 50 piece. Oh, okay. Hell yeah. That's what's up. You know what I'm saying? That's what's up. Does anything beat that motherfucking two hour wait? I know that's right. Waiting an hour, you feel? I me? know that's right. Not, not to mention the game you just gave him. He, he got a new hustle. He's got a new Hell hustle. Hell yeah! <laughs> hey man, everybody need money. Hell Word. yeah! The world go round. You feel me? <laughs> no, no doubt. Yeah, French. French I had to. French, I had to French, hang out on one of those. Uh, violate uh, no hippo laws or nothing. But you good though? I'm straight, bro. Okay. That's what's I'm up. Totally good, B. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, my, my test, my COVID test came back totally negative. I'm good. Okay. I went to go hang out with moms. I ate good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know how it is when you get that, when you when you get home with moms, how she treats you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A brother didn't have to do nothing for several days. <laughs> Non-stop. I already know. You know what I'm saying? Eat, sleep, smoke, and repeat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. That's the life. That is yeah, the so, life. But, but, yeah, as you can see, I'm back in the studio, so I see. You know, yeah, man. It's a wrap for that. I enjoyed yeah. it, but it's back to work time. Trying to get back to work. What you working on right now, Frank? The whole, uh, loyalty of Death Lord Mob movement. Okay. And we just dropped uh, number eleven on the twi- uh, last Friday, I believe it was. Yeah, and Thanksgiving, right? Thanksgiving at midnight or something like that, I guess, or. Friday no, it was the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah, Friday. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Friday. Word. I'm gonna spark this up. <laughs> Eleven. What you, work, what you working on now, French? You getting the people getting ready for the people right now? The twelfth album for this year for Flea Lord is gonna be entirely produced by uh, Havoc from Mob D. Ooh. Oh my lord! That's oh, how god. we end in the year. That's crazy. And then and and, point, and you get to you get to like put the the final touches on that right? Oh yeah, Once I record done. I record mix and master everything. Wow, man, you put that's in some, crazy. Y'all putting in some work, man. That's crazy. I can't wait to hear that shit. So so, and at that point, you figure next year we going for the Guinness Book of World Records. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because I've done the research. No other artist in any other genre. Has released twelve albums in tw- in twelve months. Oh, so y'all got that on lock. Oh, That's, really? It's gonna be easy. We could have did yeah. it in ten albums. You're right. Y'all got that locked down. That's what's up. Right, so I'm just looking at the calendar for this year. I think I'd have heard all this shit, man. I'm well, pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, because we played had, all of them on the show, dog. Um, <laughs> uh, shouts out to y'all for that Rock America too. That's Ooh. crazy. Shout out to Etho. Yeah, yeah, that's word. crazy. Shouts out to Ito. Shouts out to Flea Lord for sure, man. The yeah. Flea Lord and Pete Rock was crazy. I work um, the big brother Pete Rock. No doubt. You know, it was um, definitely it was definitely an honor to be in the studio with that man. Yeah, I, I, that's that's one of the stories we got to get, but we'll work our way to that because I, <laughs> I I like to know what that work dynamic was like, man. For sure, I, I've heard things. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, I'm, yeah. I will give you. I would definitely give you the story of how I was in the studio with Pete Rock. That's no problem. I bet. So, so French, the first question I had, man, is how this idea even began. Like, was this Flea's idea, or were you guys just brainstorming, or? Um. Well, it was his idea, yeah. But I'm trying to figure out how it came. Like, it was just like one day he woke up and said, "You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna do twelve albums this year, one every month." Wow. I'm like, all right, it's going to be a lot of work. It ain't going to be easy, but let's do it. Right. And here we are at number 11. You know what I'm saying? Working on number 12. That's crazy. 
I mean, to commit to something like that, because you guys started talking pr- about this pretty early on in the year, right? Like, when did right. you guys? Um, I think we figured it out around maybe uh, February, because we didn't drop one in January, so we dropped two around September, I think it was. We dropped two albums at once. Shit, that's a world record right there. You know what I'm saying? We dropped... Um, <laughs> yeah, right. I believe it was uh, Loyalty and Trust 2 with... Um, Special. They pray for the evil. Oh, pray for the evil too. Right. Oh, those we are dropped, dropped at the same, same time. time to kind of make up for January. Oh, gotcha. Okay, I didn't realize that. Okay, all right. I have my dates wrong on on, the, on some of these. I, I forgot those were dropped at the, uh, kind and of the, the same only reason time. we didn't drop in January is because we had kind of just dropped in December with a uh, graph. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, man. We're gonna let that get some traction, but then we, the, by the time we thought about doing twelve albums, January had already went by. Yeah. We caught every month after that, and then we dropped two to make up for January. Oh. Now, he, here, here's my thing, French, is like, you know, you, you're, got, you're, you're not talking about some average-sounding records here, right? Like you, not you, at you, all. I mean, th- these are, you know, for the most part, uh, you know, this is what I'll call, like, true, full, kind of, like, finished production. Like, these aren't, like, people slopping loops together and shit. Not at all. Not like, at this, all. This, is a, this is a full-on production each and every album. I mean, like, right. to I don't think folks understand, just because of the way the game is right now, what it actually takes to pull something like that off. I mean, can you even begin to explain... Like well, how you attempt something can, like that? I can try to. You okay. Know what I'm All right. I mean, well, first and foremost, I gotta say, Flea Lord is a phenomenal beat picker. Yes, he is. The beats he pick for himself fit him like a glove. Yep. So that's that's his first plus. He's an awesome beat picker. Yep. And then after that, he's quick with with his pen. It don't take him a long time to actually write a song. Okay. So. We knocking these shits out fast as far as the recording, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm quick with this because I've been doing this shit so long. Right. You know I've been an engineer since 1992. Right. Yep. So it's nothing for me to record a song, mix it on the spot, and then if I feel like it, I can even, even master it on the spot. Okay. I don't. I like to wait till the whole album's complete sure. and then master it. Sure. But by the time I get to mastering it, it's already halfway there. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because me and Flea have that kind of chemistry where, you know what I'm saying, I don't get his way, he don't get my way. Yeah, yeah, I got you. you know what I'm saying? Sort of thing. You know what I'm saying? I let him, you're the rapper, you stick to all the raps. That's what you do. You know what right. I'm saying? I've yeah. been, I'm the producer engineer, let me stick to making it sound good. Right. So you're kind you know of saying? mixing on the, you're, you're mixing in progress kind of on the fly, just, you know, getting levels yeah. right. And things Mix, like, mixing as I go. You right. know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. the song's actually finished, it's already... 90% mixed. Yeah, I got you. And all okay. I got to do is master it once once the whole album's done. Okay. All right. But, I mean, still, you're only talking about to get artwork together, to get everything mastered, to get everything ready to go to all the streaming platforms. I mean, you know, still. Yeah, I mean, at this point, we've kind of worked out a system with it. You know what I mean? As far as mm-hmm. timing is concerned. Yeah. We knock out all the hard work, like the recording mixing, in the beginning of the month. Then by the end of the month, we at the mastering point, which is my job and his job is to get the artwork together, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and get the lawyers in place to distribute it. Yeah, right. So, you know, we've kind of, like I said, we worked out a system and it works. It's been working. So how did you guys pull pull this off when COVID hit? Um, We just... Did that change anything or no? Nah? I mean, like, I guess people were could could you know features it, and whatnot could be yeah, flown in. Changed things for a little while. I mean, you know, I wasn't having people in the studio. I had shut the studio down. Okay. Because if I get sick, game over for everybody. Right. You know what I'm saying. Right. There's no, there's no more studio to work out of. You know what I'm saying? And they got to be hustling around to find a different studio, and then not to toot my own horn, your engineer is not going to be me. You know 100%. What I'm saying? You guys already have a working relationship too, so right. Exactly. It's gonna be. Yeah. It's gonna be cold. It's gonna be like you know a work in progress all the time. Right. Where, like, I can at this point, I can almost read Flea's mind. You feel me? Oh yeah. I know where he want to go. Right. When, you know, after I hit a beat, I already kind of know what he's gonna write about at this point. Right. So you know, in any case, 
I shut the studio down for a little while, but I kept, you know what I'm saying? This whole COVID thing is like, you know what I mean? If everybody's doing what they're supposed to do, you know what I'm saying? Flea always wears his mask. I'm always wearing my mask when I'm out and about. We always hitting the um the Lysol and the alcohol and the hand sanitizer and all that. And I always spray the booth down whenever somebody's in there. You know what I'm saying? We just take take all the precautions and knock on wood, thank God, nobody's gotten sick on my watch. Right. Yeah. That's what's yeah. up. Yeah. Good for you, man. Hell yeah. It's incredible, dude. I mean, I it's uh I'm stunned. And then when I heard the new record last week, I mean, dude, I've been I've been listening to this shit all weekend. Meeks, I I seen you that Conway joint over the weekend. Yeah. Oh, God, man. I mean Yeah. It's crazy. It's all crazy. It's a, it's a lot. It's a lot of good shit out here right now. Yo, I tell you the truth. I gotta listen to that intro two or three times before I even get into the rest of the album. Okay, right. so yeah, shout so, out to Boogie on the cuts. Word. So I was I was gonna ask who did the cuts on that joint, and um, yo, you know something else that I noticed about this particular release, man, is you know you had a couple of joints with cuts on it, which you know you don't, you just really don't hear a lot of joints with cuts on them right now, like. It, right, but see, here's the thing. We try to get back to that authentic hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? That real boom bap, that real, like like we say in our crew, it's, it's no foo-foo, it's no fluff. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So certain joints require scratches. That's hip-hop. No doubt, yeah. You know Word. what I'm saying? It's just those scratches add a feeling that no other thing adds. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That no, no other thing can replace a good a good cut on a record. Right. Very true. Especially at the beginning, boy. When that joint takes off, dog, it's like, oh, shit. Yo, that's, that's, I mean, that's the wind-up. That's the wind-up. That got you know me going. I was locked <laughs> in, dude. I heard that shit on... I, I was outside doing something. I was like, let me hit play on this shit. Well, I heard... I thought Premier was on this motherfucker. I was like, Premier, Pete Rock? I, I was <laughs> like, what is going is, on right now? Dope. The Boogeyman is a fucking dope DJ. Woo! Man. Yeah. Ew. Meeks, I've been hogging a mic, dude. Good. I'm, I'm, I'm a, nah, I'm a I was just gonna, I was about to say, French, if, if 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 Boogie get too busy, man, um, you're looking at one of the coldest DJs yeah, ever touched time tables. I got right you. There. No, I already know yeah. John get busy. Yeah, DJ John, though. If, if Boogie get too big for his britches, man, you got a you got a plan B. Um, exactly, French. All, French. All I want to know is, um, what at what point did you decide, um made the conscious decision that this was going to be your contribution. You know, you ain't trying to be on the mic. You ain't trying to, you know, hmm. make the dopest beats. You ain't trying to be, you know, all in the video. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Dancing and shit like that. <laughs> like, when did, when, did you, when did you make the conscious decision that, you know, the least I can do for these motherfuckers or for my family and the people that I work with is make sure that they shit... Um, sonically is on point and that's going to be and that's going to be my my contribution to the game well i actually went to school to be an engineer and what made me go to school because i wanted to make my beats better okay i had noticed something about dr dre's production Mm -hmm. dr dre got away with a lot of almost white beats because they were mixed so well right Mm, you forgot It was trash because it was so sonically correct. Okay. You you just, you know what? I'll deal with how trash directed it because it is mixed so well. You got to appreciate it regardless. Right. Yeah. So I said, you know what? I could do that. Okay. Right. Gotcha. I was already a DJ. I was already a producer. I said, you know what? Let me go to school for engineering just so I can make my own shit sound better. No doubt. And also... Making beats wasn't really paying the bills at the time. Okay. So I said, you know what? If I become an engineer, I'll always have some work. No doubt. You know? So I graduated school in 92. I was I was head engineer of a studio called Noise in the Attic by 93. Okay. Damn, okay. And so- then in 95, I, uh, I sold my first beat to KRS-One. Okay. Oh, shit. Did that ever yeah. that ever drop, uh, French? Yeah, it's called The Automatic. It's on KRS One solo album right after he left BDP. Wow. Oh shit, I didn't know that. Fucking awesome. Damn. And then that same year, I engineered Do Up in the Bounce Squad '95 live mixtape. Wow. Oh shit, you engineered that? Yeah. 
that long ass intro in the beginning, that thirty minute intro. Yeah, yeah, I was in the studio with all the motherfuckers. No shit, crazy. Yeah. Wow. See, this is that French, shit, Meeks. This is that, that shit. shit. <laughs> French, do me a favor. Talk, talk to somebody that's listening right now that's on the fence about um, wanting to take that step of going to school. Um, you know, that may be hesitant or or, or may not, you know, see Listen. the uh, see the end, the light at the end of the tunnel. From like, how long was the program you was involved with? About a year and a half. Somebody that somebody that doesn't see the light at the end of the tunnel and thinks that a year and a half is like a life sentence or something. Like, talk to that person <laughs> right now. Listen, man. If you can afford to go to school, go to school. You know what I'm saying? Because school is going to teach you stuff that you're not going to learn just interning. Mm-hmm. Or they're not going to teach you how to sit down and make a wire. Mm-hmm. Something go wrong in the studio, you need a wire. Now you got to go to Sam Ash. Guitar center. Nah, if you sit there with a soldering gun and make a wire, it'll last you 20 fucking years. No doubt. And guitar center just filed for bankruptcy. So that shit ain't going to even be around. That's what's up. Yeah. Yeah. I was just saying, guitar center just filed for bankruptcy. So that motherfucker ain't going to be around. (laughs) No way. Man, that's crazy. (laughs) Hell yeah, it is. I guess people ain't buying studio equipment no more. Shit, you can't go to the studio right now. Right. Both of my both my spots is shut down. Shit. Yeah. Crazy. That's a tough uh, that's a tough biz. New York about to have another lockdown. I think I think the country I think the country's in line for for a lockdown, man. I, like yeah. that's the that's the only way this shit is gonna get get back on point. They won't. Yeah, they won't do it. They they still going out catching flights. Um what was it? Two million people came through Atlanta this weekend. You know what I'm saying? Is that the number, Meeks? I didn't hear that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it fuck. was it was one That's million, one million pre Thanksgiving, and then you know, typically every year, today Sunday is the busiest year at Hartsfield Jackson. So it's another million. So we talking about two million people since Wednesday of you know earlier this week. You know what I mean? And you figure by the law of averages, if it was two million people, at least a half a million of them got that shit. At least. You feel me? At least. Being on a plane, going from airport to airport, yeah. The average person with COVID spreads it to at least four people. Wow, man. I know. Yeah, man. It's crazy. Hell yeah. Bullshit, man. It definitely is. So French ninety two man, you were uh, that you were still in analog world then, right? Or no? Yeah. Okay. Well, actually, what happened was, if, if to me it seemed like the day I graduated from school, uh-huh. the world analog digital, so I had to relearn a lot of shit. Uh-huh. So when I when I when I when I graduated from school, the ADATs and the DA eighty eight that just came out. Yeah. Right. You know, and I hated that shit. Oh God. Really. Yeah, because only because you needed three machines to have twenty four tracks, and getting yep. those three machines to link up and sync up was some bullshit for years. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So were but you learning how to splice tape and stuff like that, like reel to reel, like resplicing tape and stuff too in school, or no? Yeah, really, that's crazy. It's yeah. a, that's a lost art, man. That's that shit. Forty eight track two inch tape. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. that shit. Yeah, but nothing sounds like that. Nothing. Nah, I know. I did. We did one project on a uh, two-inch tape, and um, I just appreciated the process because it was definitely a process. Oh yeah. Um, just just to even go find two-inch tape was an adventure in itself. You know what okay. I mean? So, um, yeah, I I, I wouldn't want to do it. Again, but I, I appreciate that experience and that process we went through right. putting that project together. That, that, no that's definitely a, analog recording is definitely a lost art. Yeah, for sure. You know. So, uh, so, so, French, you had a well, you opened up a studio uh, eventually on your own, or like, yeah. how long were you bouncing around studios in New York and finally went out on your own? Um, I worked at Noise in the Attic for about. Ten years. Oh, oh, you were there for a while. 
Yeah. Okay. And then I started bouncing around. I was at Quad. I was at Chung King. I was at Hit Factory for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I was just basically an engineer work for hire. You call me, you tell me where you at, and I come to your studio and we can, you know, make it happen. Gotcha. Okay. And then I opened my own studio on 30th Street, maybe around, I want to say, two, 2000. Okay. All right. Yeah. And I was there for about another five, six years. And then I thought about it. I'm like, wait a minute. The rent went up. And then the landlord was like, yo, I don't want studios in here anymore. I want to turn this into like a, a clothing factory. I'm like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> <laughs> so he like doubled the rent. Uh, I was like, you know what? You know what? I live alone. What the fuck I need a living room for? Right. Yeah. So... I spent some money and I turned my living room into a full studio, as you can see. <laughs> there right. it is. So we're you know in front of the living room right I've now. Been, I see. I've been in this room for 10 years. I just made 10 years. And a couple of months ago, I just won the award for the best studio in New York City. Wow. wow. Congratulations, awesome. man. Congratulations, Congrats, man. Thank you. Thank you. Hell yeah. So that wasn't that really wasn't a hard decision to make either. Like like when presented with with the with the obstacles, uh, uh, double the rent. And yeah, like one, once once that happened, I'm like, you know, I gotta get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it made no sense to keep a studio in Midtown where all the other studios were. Right. Because all those rents down there is ridiculous. Yeah. I'm like, if I open a studio in my crib, I gotta pay rent here. But then no other costs behind that. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? So that was the best move I could have ever made. And my na- I don't bother my neighbors. I got this place like semi-soundproofed. You know what I'm saying? Like when, I, when I'm not making noise, that's when my neighbors get concerned. Like, your friend, you all right? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't heard no beats in a while. That's good. <laughs> that's some good neighbors, man. <laughs> For yeah. Sure. yeah, plus the business yeah. dynamics of studios. Bit. The bit, what I was going to say is the business dynamics of studios, your traditional studios, were kind of changing probably around that time that you, you went out on your own too, right? Yeah, like it was becoming like the time of the home studio. Right. So basically you, you buy a, 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 power, a power book Mac, you got a studio in a box. Right. So now everybody thinks they got a studio. Right. Mm-hmm. And you buy a mic, an interface, and a laptop, you in business basically. Right. No doubt. You know what you're doing. Right, and that's and that's kind of how I how I survived because too many of them really didn't know what the fuck they were doing. Right, you know what I'm saying. So I, in the beginning, it was a lot of, "Hey, can you fix this mix? Can you fix this recording?" Yeah, I can. Right now here, I'm like, "Damn, who recorded this?" Oh, you know, Johnny Engineer up the block who never went to school and don't know shit. Just YouTube tutorials and shit. Yeah, yeah. So man. you know, and nine times out of ten, once they work with me, they didn't want to go to any other studio. Right. Yeah, you know, plus twenty five years of experience, if not more, right, French? I mean that, you know. Well, what we at twenty twenty. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we say nineteen ninety two. How many years is that? Okay, thirty years then. All right, a lot. <laughs> a lot of years. <laughs> yeah, a gang of them. <laughs> well, French, I think I think at this point, this is where uh, this is where we need to get some stories, man. I'm looking at your website. First of all, I love your website. <laughs> Um, it's informative as hell. Um, Madbullproductions.com. Um, people listening right now, go check it out when you get a chance. But I'm seeing pictures with Ashanti, Babs, Bonnie, uh, the cat that played Biggie and, and Notorious, Cool Herc. Um, the list goes on and on. Ice Cube, all this shit. How, how you find yourself in these rooms um, with these people and um and 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 once you once you tell me that uh tell me your wildest night in the lab like <laughs> whether 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 it was in the midtown studio or where you at right now like like how did how that shit go down for you what's some of the shit you seen man over the years man man we'll be how much time you got <laughs> uh, we got all the time in the world huh all right well um <laughs> How I got in the room with them people you see in them pictures is just um, a lot of times doing what I what I've been doing for so long. Like I get invited to a bunch of shit, and I you know I'm, I'm I'll show up. 
I'll pull right. up. You know what I'm saying? I'm not too big to like. I'm not too big to be there. Nah, I'm gonna pull up. You know what I'm saying? And network. You know what I mean? Because you never Absolutely. know what can happen. No doubt. Like when I met Cube, it was totally unplanned. You know what I'm saying? And I just had the world thought to say, "Yo, take this flick with me." He was like, "All right, cool." Yup. You know what I'm saying? That's dope. It's like if it, I would have way more pictures if if um. Like cell phones had cameras back in them days. No mm-hmm. doubt. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you said you want a studio story. Like the first time I like when I sold my first beat, I got the call from KRS one. He's like, yo, that tape you gave me is one joint on there I want to use. I'm like, all right, bet. So what you want to do? So I'm gonna be down at um I forget what studio it was, but it was downtown, it was a big studio. And I'm just fucking happy to be there. It's my first placement. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you know, and this is back in the days where you couldn't just email a beat. I had to lug yeah, my yeah. entire, like, your whole rig sampler down there. Yeah. I was working with, um, I don't know if you're familiar with the Insonic EPS 16. Yep. Oh, yeah. I had a 16 That's, plus French. That was my first sampler. Right. That was mine, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, and, that, and that was the beat. And I, and I made the beat that Karis bought on that machine. Uh, and you know how heavy that motherfucker was. I do. Very heavy, yes. Right? Yeah. So I lugged this motherfucker all the way down to the studio. Now, you know how temperamental that machine is. Very, yeah. One of the samples in the beat crashed, oh, wouldn't load up, right? <laughs> so I did some slick shit. <clears throat> I, I sampled the piece that was corrupt off the cassette and sampled it back into the machine. And he never knew. No. <clears throat> That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I had to be quick on my feet because I can't tell him, like, yo, something's not right. Something won't load up. He wasn't going to want to hear that shit at all. Nah, man, get the fuck out of here, man. I thought well, you were going to yeah. Route me a line back into the sample and play this cassette, please. No doubt. And I sampled that shit back in, and he never knew the difference. You're a wild, you're a wild dude, Dope. man. <laughs> hey, you know, Dope. I'm, I, I try to be quick on my feet, man, because, you know, these opportunities only come around once in a lifetime. That's right. I'm in the field with the might, mighty great, the greatest MC of all time, almost. You know what I mean? No doubt. That's a classic so, album, too. Right. So he comes over to me. He's like, yo, French, you smoke weed? I'm like, yeah, I smoke weed. He hands me a bag of weed that's so green. If you would cut the lights off, it would have glue in the dark. Oh, my goodness. Damn. So I'm sitting there smoking with Karis one, and I'm higher than I've ever been in my motherfucking life. Hell yeah. Right? And I'm getting the motherfucking the noise, the paranoia. I'm like, I wonder if he knows I'm high. (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking stupid. Like, you know, you get the what ifs. What if I fell out this chair? (laughs) (laughs) On some high shit. Right. I'm like, yo, Fritz, get your shit shit together, man. Get your shit together, man. (laughs) So I I leave the room. I go to the bathroom. I splash some water on my face. I'm trying to come down because now I'm really fucking high because I'm you know, once you notice it, yeah, you start you get even higher. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm fucked up now. I'm like, all right, <laughs> splash some water on my face. I go back into the studio, and guess who's sitting there with Karis One? Who? Fat Joe. Oh. God damn. I'm like, holy shit. In '95, dog. I mean, like, right. wow, crazy. Right. So I'm geeked right at this point. I'm like, am I about to have Fat Joe and Karis One on my first beat placement? Right. Right. And sure enough, I hear Karis One say. Yo, Joe, get on my record. I'm like, holy shit. Nice. What's happening right now? Damn. Nice. That's ill, French. But that's at the time, he was kind of like, he was like really 90% done with the record. So all he could really do was the shout outs. Yeah. And he did the shout outs and he shouted my name out. I was like, Mama, I made it. I made it. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm official now. Right. I hear you. But then. It's time to get paid. Mm. Right. Right? I'm that like, was not automatic, right? <laughs> nah. Right. The song's called The Automatic, but the payment wasn't. Right? <laughs> now, I'm on an album with the likes of DJ Premier. Yeah. I think Pete Rock. Um, Buck Wild like, on that joint? Uh, no, no. I think Buck Wild might have been on that joint, too. Yeah. Like, I'm on an album my first time out with all the legends at one time. So I'm like, yo, Chris, I know you paid them niggas. Oh, for real. I, I mean, I know I'm the new guy. It's my first time out, but don't do that to me, bro. Hey, they didn't Please. lay that beat down until they got paid. Right. You know? So then, you know, 
it was a, it was a little bit of wait, but then the check finally came. I was geeked, and I went and bought a car. That's <laughs> oh, dope, man, that's fucking. Oh, that's such a fucking great story. Hell yeah! Oh god! Yeah, man. Wow, friend, that's wild, man. That's Trash, wild. Tell me, tell me about it. Tell me about a time you find yourself going just going through the motions. Um. Uh, I guess just on just on some work shit. Like the the artist might not even been that fire, or or they came in on some bullshit, or you know oh. what I'm saying. You just had to you just had to bide your time until you can get the motherfuckers up out of there, and, and it'd be straight. Man, listen, let me tell you something about the studio business, mm-hmm. motherfuckers. The most talented people. Don't have a lot of money, but these the the wackest unprofessional motherfuckers have all the money to burn. Liquid you know assets, I mean? it's crazy. You know what I'm saying, hell yeah. You get a motherfucker who books some time, and he'll come in and say some dumb shit like, "Yo, what up? Where's the beat? The fuck you mean? Where's the beat? Well, this is a studio, right? <laughs> yeah, but the studio don't su- don't supply you with the beat. You supposed to come with your beats, right? Oh, but you got all these machines. You can't make me a beat right quick. I don't know you, man. <laughs> That's a whole nother discussion. First of all, and and beats ain't free. Right. That. Right. Yo, Dude. I can't. If I had a penny for every time a motherfucker came in who didn't have a clue about how this shit really goes, I'd be rich already. Man. Yeah, man, you would not man, be here man. talking to us, that's for sure. You'd be on a fucking island somewhere <laughs> lamping. It's crazy. Man. Damn, man. Listen, I've had some of the craziest sessions in the world. I believe it, bro. Listen, I'll tell you another quick story. Please. I had a client once call me up. Hey, is this the studio? Yeah, yeah, it's the studio. What's up? I want to book some time. All right, cool. Um, so she did what she had to do. She dropped a deposit. All right, so we locked in. And she comes to the studio. She gets in the booth. I play her beat. And this chick started yodeling. <laughs> if I'm lying, I'm flying. Okay. <laughs> I don't I don't doubt the story. My thing is, did your school prepare you? <laughs> For yodeling vocals. Yeah. <laughs> Ironically so, yeah. Because how about this? Like, rule number one of any engineer, uh, this goes to every engineer, you, y'all should know these rules. Rule number one is you don't have an opinion. Yeah. Mm. You feel me? You're just doing a job. If they pay you, you work yeah. for that person that's in the booth, you yeah. don't have an opinion and and... They're going to ask you, yo, how to sound? Was that a good take? You know what I'm saying? Lie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't put any plainer than that. Lie. <laughs> Especially and, if you're in that yodeling, right? <laughs> because here's the thing. If I'm the artist, <clears throat> excuse me, if I'm the artist and you're the engineer and you come out your face and say, yo, that shit sucked, all I'm going to do is take my money to the next studio. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. I can go take my money somewhere else. Yeah. But then you got people who say, well, I don't like to lie. I don't want to. Okay. You don't have to directly lie. Here's what I usually do. I should probably, I should probably shouldn't be giving this information, but fuck it. Like, say somebody goes in the booth and they drop a verse that's totally trash. Yo, French, how was that? Oh, that was out there. That's <laughs> <laughs> so out there. Because that could mean any fucking thing. Exactly. Yeah, it's like when someone says, that's interesting. Like, what yeah. the fuck does that exactly. mean? It's not that it was dope. It's not that it was trash. It was... Yeah. It was out there. Oh, man, it was out there. <laughs> now everybody's left to get, make their own meaning of what that shit meant. Right. Uh, he must have liked that shit. Right. Let me do this second verse right quick. <laughs> that shit was in out my, there. In my zone. It's out there. Oh Lord! Oh boy! And if, if and I've said that shit was out there to anybody that's listening, I wasn't talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> that's the realest shit ever. So, Yo, so, French, what uh, what kind of weapon you weaponry are you working with over there, man? What's um, what's um, what's uh, the major components of of the sound you got coming out of your room? 
Um, well, I'm using a, a Mac desktop OS. You know, if you go to 10 studios, none of them are going to be running Macs. Mm-hmm. That's just the truth. Yeah. So I know a lot of PC users get butthurt when I talk about this shit, but Macs are the best machines ever built. Yeah, they are. Because you can build a PC. You can't go to the store and build a Mac. Uh, Unless you, I mean, you can make a a, a Hackintosh. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. It's, it's not the same though. It ain't the same. No, I got you're not, not getting no warranties and shit. Yeah, it's not the same. Of course Apple not. The best shit on the planet. Don't get it twisted. All right. <laughs> you're all in the box though, French. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, you're all in the box though, as far as effects and all that stuff go. You you, oh, you got much oh, yeah. much, much I'm, job world, but gear no. King. Okay, all right, all right. Got <laughs> all of them. I got, well, I don't have all of them. I have all the ones that work for me. Got right. you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And that's like, important. I'm at a point where I don't have to, I don't have to go buy any more plugins. I kind of like, when I mix a record, I have like the, probably the same 10 plugins. You know what I'm saying? That get me where I need to be at. You know what I'm saying? Cause right. I, I'm not, I, don't, I mix with my ears. I don't mix with the plugins. Feel mm-hmm. me? Sure. I just need it to sound a certain way. And once I get to that point, you know, because one trick every engineer needs to learn about effects and plugins, less is more. Okay. Yeah. 100% less is more. Gotcha. Whatever you usually dialing your shit to, dial it back about 50%. Mm. See how that sounds. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Because a lot of dudes are really over-compressing, over-limiting, over-EQing their stuff. And that's why a lot of time that shit, by the time it gets to the master engineer, if they're even mastering... Yeah. By the time it gets to the master engineer, they're sending that shit back like, nah, I can't do nothing with this. Right. Wow. Yeah. You know what I'm That's crazy. You're way, you know, like the 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 one trick I could tell every engineer, and this is tried and true, and I already know you know this. Um, stay out the red. Mm. Stay out the red. That's yeah. the yeah. simplest shit I could tell any engineer. Stay out the red. You know what I'm saying? You avoid clipping. You avoid distortion. It's to stay out the red. Yep. Need that overhead and, and in there, the, man. And the further, and, and French, is it the further you stay out of the red during the mix is, is better for the mastering process? Absolutely. Okay. Because here's the thing. As a, as a master engineer, you can probably fix 90% of whatever's going wrong with a mix, but mm-hmm. you can't fix distortion. Nope. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That's like trying to take sugar out of Kool-Aid. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, so back to one of uh, Meek's questions earlier, uh, French. What was it like being in the lab with Pete for the People's Champ? Oh, that was uh, a definite learning experience. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because when he came, when he came to the studio, I kind of took off my producer hat and my engineer hat and just let him rock. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. let him do his thing. I was just happy to watch. Right. See. Okay, he does that. Wow, I do that. That's dope. Okay, so you know, it confirmed a lot of shit that maybe that I, you know, wasn't too confirmed on. Like, okay, I'm, I'm in my mind, if he's doing it and I'm doing it, then I must be doing it right. Yeah. Then, and you talking about you talking about the beat making process, right? Right. Right. Okay. The production aspect. Yeah. Yeah. You know Ain't nothing anybody can tell me about engineering. Okay. I don't care who they are. You know. What I'm yeah. Saying? Yeah. But the production chip, I mean, he's P Rock. Yeah. Yeah. And just seeing him work and, and knowing how you, you make beats versus right. watching him work, it kind of confirms some stuff for you. Right, right. Okay. Right. So you were able and to see some of the production come together in real time on that then? Yeah, because he came he, when he came to the studio, he brought his own MPC. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. God he damn. brought his MPC from home. So it was like, you know, he play a couple joints. He's just loading up discs after disc after disc after beat after beat. And Flea like, yo, I like that. And Flea, and he would... Once Flea said he liked something, Pete would load it up and start fucking with it and manipulating it and adding this and taking away something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Taylor making it to, to Flea's taste at that point. Got you. Which is something a lot of producers don't do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's like the epitome of, and I, I don't say this as any disrespect, he's the old school producer where producers really dug in and produced a record. Yeah. A lot of these dudes are just beat makers. You made a hot beat. But can you produce a record? Right. Huge difference. You know Big difference. difference. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
I mean, those guys that worked before just on, just one-off joints, right, French? But they had never gotten in and done like a body of work like that before. Pete Ooh, and Flea. Pete and Flea, yeah. Oh, no, they, this is their first time, their first run together. Right, right, and right. Then, yeah, okay. Damn, yeah. that's hell, man. That's no, crazy. I mean, I mean, you know, was, he had done a joint on, um, I want to say, um, Later Is Now. P-Rock yes. did one joint. Yeah. yeah, we played that joint. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that joint. Yeah. And, Damn, that's and that, crazy. that joint got done kind of on a... um. Oh, there's a story behind it, of course. Okay, <laughs> right, there we go. All right. All right, so before Flea got with Pete Rock, right, we were kind of going over in our heads what producer we wanted to get, like, like for him to do an entire, like, like do the whole album. Like he did with Pete Rock and he did with DJ Shea, God Bless the Dead, and mm-hmm. look, wow. So one of the first people I came up with was Pete Rock because I already had a folder of beats by Pete Rock in my computer from working with Black Rob. Mm. Ah. Oh my God. Right. So these were beats just sitting in my computer collecting dust by Pete Rock. So I was like, you know what? Because Pete Rock had tapped into a couple of Flea's posts on Instagram, which let us know, okay, he's listening. He's paying attention. Right. And then he reposted something I produced for, for um, Flea. So that just made me like, all right, you know what? Let me let Flea hear these beats I got from Pete Rock and see if he likes any, and then we'll ask him if we can use it. Right. So I played the beats for Flea, and he said, yo, I would love to do this one. And that's, this was the beat that that's on uh, Later Is Now. Yeah. And then we got in touch with Pete Rock and we were like, yo, can we use this beat? He was like, hell yeah, y'all can use it. And the rest is history. That's Damn, crazy. That's dope. That's crazy. That's such a dope Yo, story. yo, they come, they talking about coming together to sit down at the table again, or is it too soon to to, to even? Yeah, it's too soon to sell. Cause right now we just kind of concentrate on getting this 12 for 12 done. Okay. Like we don't cool. even, and we getting sort of a small like uh skeleton schedule for 2021. Yeah. But, it could go so many different ways between now and then. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, I love it that Flea locks in with like um with one producer for a whole project, man. Like the joints he's done with Bless, you know, big right. old God bless beats. Um Shouts out to God bless. Yeah. Um bless. Me Fox. Yeah, Me Fox is the homie. Yeah. So Ghost um, Dave, uh yeah. Ford. Like we we're forming a uh a, a, a crew called Lord Mob Beats. I was just about to ask you about that, man. What's uh what's what's anything coming up um with with, with the Lord Mob anytime soon? Well, as far as like a compilation album, that's kind of what this last album was, mm-hmm. in a more humble fashion. Cause it's you got you got a couple of the Lord Mob producers on there. It's no like one producer produced the whole joint on that one. You know what I'm saying? So <clears throat> Like as as time progresses, you're gonna hear more Lord Mob beats with other artists. Mm-hmm. Ah, you know okay, gotcha. All the, right. The goal is to kind of be like, remember the Trackmasters? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Poke and tone, man. At one yeah. time, if you wanted to hit record, you went to the Trackmasters. Definitely. Period. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's kind of where we're trying to get it at. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Hey, uh, French, how did you and Flea connect? I don't know that story. Um. One day, I was in the studio with uh, an old partner of mine who's no longer my partner, and he brought Flea into the studio. Okay. And it was maybe maybe one or two sessions later, he's there all the time. You know what I'm saying? Because when I met Flea, you know what I'm saying? He was a cool dude, and I liked his style and all that. He had the cosign from Prodigy, which made it like, okay, let's do somebody. Right. And when I when I got my hands on his songs, I guess like the studios he was going to beforehand didn't really put much uh time into his vocals, actual vocals. So when I was done with his vocals, he was like, yo, I love the way I sound right now. And that was kind of the beginning uh, of okay. Flea Lord and Big French, you know what I'm saying? Okay, right, yeah. Because I really, I really try to bring out the best out of his vocals. You know what I mean? Yeah. He got that raspy, 
Yeah, his vocals is grimy as hell. Yeah, kind of voice got to be mixed a certain kind of way. Exactly, it does. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just can't slap some compression on it. All right, we done. Yeah, you got really there's certain different frequencies you got to bring out of a voice like that. No doubt. I think I kind of figured it out for his voice anyway. Right. Yeah. Right. Yo, yo, friends, do you do you make him take care of his 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 voice and his vocals and shit? Like, like, do you? Oh yeah, I try to. Yeah. At the end of the day, he's a grown man. He he gonna do what the fuck he want to do, right? Really? You know, drink that, drink that but, hand you know, and, and all that other <laughs> shit. He kind of respects me like a big brother. So if I say, "Yo, bro, you got to really relax on your vote," you know, I, I hear the raspiness. Like he, he'll get hoarse quickly. Yeah, you know right. what I'm saying. And he got to sometimes, like you know what? Let's not record anymore today. You got to rest. You know what right. I'm saying? Yeah, no doubt. We'll, we'll just stop recording for that day and probably get into some beat shit or whatever else. We will do something else, but. Gotta let his voice rest sometimes. Yeah. No doubt. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Between, you know, especially the around the time he was, you know, going back and forth on tour before COVID. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? All that on stage yelling and all that shit and then the after parties and shit. Yeah, bro. that's rough. You know how that shit go. That shit yeah, takes yeah. a toll on the voice. And bro, if you're a rapper, your voice is kind of your tool. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. You take care of that shit. That's right? the money. Yeah, French, right. I think you tried to help me tee up an interview with Flea, and I think I actually we, we had to cancel one of them one time because his voice was fucked up. His voice was gone, he, yeah. yeah he'd, he'd, been, he'd been on a, I guess that, he was running around with Griselda and whatnot at the time. Yeah, so, I think that's right at the time, right on the side, he just got off tour doing the, um, which tour was that? The la- the very last tour, Machine What would Sheen do? Yeah, what would Sheen, yeah, what would Sheen do? What yeah. would Sheen do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um... I got a question, Fridge. When did you guys, you know, you and Flea and, you know, the crew, like, realize this shit was, like, this shit had hit a new plateau where, like, things were starting to work? Did, was there one particular moment or record or? Nah. I okay. mean, it was just kind of the thing where uh, a while ago we just put the shit into the universe. Like, yo, we're going to win no matter what. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? And those were Flea's words that we're going to win no matter what. And the, the the boy's a machine. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know you've seen his lives when he's in the, in the, in the post office mailing off 500 packages overseas of merch and CDs and shit. Like, he does all that shit by himself. Oh, really? You know? That's what's up. And then he'll leave the post office after doing all that. And that shit, like filling out forms and making sure every address is right, that shit will zap you. That was that, that was my lifestyle for for a lot of years. All right, I'll bust this. Yeah. He'll leave the post office and come directly to the studio and knock out four records. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you're and doing then, it, you got to no, do no, it. I'm not done. Yeah. <laughs> leave the studio and go get his kid. From school. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So school, back home, daddy time with the kids, homework, yep. all that shit, and then come back to the studio mm-hmm. and knock out another two or three records. Yeah. And this is just within 24 hours. This means we still talking the same day. No doubt. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he'll do that three or four days in a row. Yeah, that grind is phenomenal, man. You dig what I'm saying? So Hell yeah. See the bags under his eyes and all that crazy shit he's doing horse. You know, that's why. That's why. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, gotcha. it's not for no bullshit. It's because the man is doing everything and most of it by himself. Yeah. I mean, we all help where we, where we can, but a lot of that shit, he, he wants to do. He wants to do. Yeah. Like, right. I'm going to handle this. I got this. I got this. I'm going to handle <laughs> yeah. this. All right. So we sit back and do something else. Yeah. 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 That's what's up. You know? I'm not mad at that at all, man. Respect. So, uh, man, Flip, when when you guys gonna take a when you guys gonna take a break, French? Or is that just not? Ain't, the no, ain't no breaks, man. You, know, you take a break when the bag comes. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I know break. that. I, I, I knew the answer to that. I just wanted to see what you'd say. <laughs> take a break when the bag comes. When I, when I listen, when I can go drive back to South Jersey to my mom's house and go, you know what? Leave all this shit here. Come with me, and I drive her to her new house that I bought her. Then I could take a break. It's, that, it's at that point. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. We can do that. We grinding. Right. Yeah. And and my father told me a long time ago, 
hard work ain't never killed nobody. Yeah. Nobody. Yep. That's right. No doubt. What would it take? Like, what, 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 what's your, what, what's your not, not end game, but I mean, like, what you guys are just grinding, just doing the indie thing right now, man. Like, what would you guys like to see, ultimately? Like, a larger distribution, or um, you know, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, going to a major is kind of weird these days. Get into a space of financial, financial independence. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Whatever uh, avenue that we need to take to get there to that point. But we are financially independent, each and every one of us that's in the crew, because it's all about all of us. It ain't just about one person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It's, it was kind of like, you know, the military. We, we No one gets left behind. Got you. You know what I'm all saying? Right. Once we all right, once we all good in this crew, Lord Mob, once we all good, then, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it, it don't stop. It's not going to stop anytime soon, because we got a lot of work to do. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Is it is it is it in sight? Is it is it attainable or 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 just like you said, there's there's still so much work to be done. I mean, <clears throat> I can't lie. Like all of our lives, well, at least I know within the immediate circle, all of our lives have improved. Okay. Since we've been doing this. Dope. You know what I'm saying? Dope. Glad to hear that. And and me being as probably like the oldest one in the crew. You know what I'm saying? This is not my first time around the block. Word. So I've been in this position before. And this is, this is a good place to be for us. Okay. Because mm-hmm. after this comes the crazy shit. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like once, once we do actually finish with this 12 for 12, what can they really 12 for? Tell us at this point. You know what I'm saying? That's we right. put out 12 albums in one year. Nobody on earth has done this. Word. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, after that point, I'm sure there'll be interviews and with, with you know, we talking Sway in the morning and Wendy Williams and all that crazy shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's just going to come once everybody realizes what we've done. And it's all official. Every album is on Spotify with a date next to it. No doubt. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, that's you know. dope, man. I'm rooting for y'all, man. I fuck with y'all, man. Hell yeah. The whole, yeah, man. The whole crew, man, from, from top to bottom. I, I, I see what y'all do. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? The Vanguard been around <laughs> since the kind of the beginning. Yeah. 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 We hit six years in January, Fritz. So All right. we kind of we jumped in at the right time with, you know, with, with everything that's going on. From you know, yeah, Lord Mar. Flea, to... Flea has only been dropping albums since 2017. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So y'all was already around a few years by the time we got on the scene. No yeah. doubt. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and man. it was uh, it was kind of it kind of the time it was just kind of perfect for when we jumped on. But it's just like now seeing how everybody has kind of had a starting point and where they progressed to where they at now. It's kind of awesome to just just witness it, you know what yeah. I mean? So we've wa- we've watched each other grow. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're gonna continue to do that, man. We salute y'all. We salute right. y'all. Right back. Um, okay. And it's it's home for y'all over here, man. Anytime you want to send something my way to to test it out or oh or whatever listen, bro, the case let me tell you may something. be. Let me tell you something. Yeah. The moment. They get a hold on this COVID shit. I'm coming yeah. down there. You shit. Oh, well, there it is. We got that on tape. <laughs> the moment they get this COVID shit under wraps, because I ain't going to hold you. I love to travel. No yeah, doubt, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we the same way. We've been itching to get somewhere. We're going to be up top. It's funny. Yeah, it's funny. Um, Before, before it popped off, we was making plans to come do an event with... Uh, with your man, uh, I, I forget his name. Top Shell um, Premium. Uh, yeah, we were working yeah, on some New York shelf, shit, French. Actually, Top Shelf so. Premium. We, top Shelf Premium. Uh, uh, oh yeah, that's the homies. Yeah, 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 yeah Mark. Yeah. Um, yeah, we was coming up there to do an event. You know what I'm saying? Bringing the South up, up north or whatever. Yeah. You know, Top Shelf and Southern Vanguard. We was yeah. gonna do something real nice. Um, but it, but it didn't work out. So soon, just like you said. We coming up your way. As soon as this shit clear out, we'll be headed yeah. up north. Yeah. That's what's up, man. Yeah. And normally, when you get I'm here, when you get down here, here, yeah, when you get down here, we got you. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. You in Vegas this time of year, French? Is that what you said? Yeah, usually because I, I was I was going to build a studio in Vegas. Oh, really? 
Yeah. Okay. But uh, COVID kind of changed that plan quick. Right. Mm. I know but, everybody's yeah. itching to get back wonder, out, man. I know it's fucked it, up show it, money it, for you. the studio in Atlanta, too. Yeah, man. Let's do it. Might as well. Like, that's, that's my personal goal is to open a chain of Mad Bull Studios around the country. That's what's up. Real well, quick, French, uh, talk to us about the, 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 the name Mad Bull Productions. How you come up with that? What's the, what's the, what's the math behind that? All right. Well, when I when I first became a producer, right, I, I linked up with a guy named Sugar Ray, who kind of taught me some things about production because I wasn't really I was I was still one of those producers. I didn't have any equipment. I just had records that I wanted to sample. I would go to the studio and tell the engineer, "Yo, sample this, sample that, put this drum behind that, and I make kind of make the beat on the spot." And I met Sugar Ray at school in school. I went to the, I graduated from the Institute of Audio Research. And I met Ray in school, and he taught me how to make beats on the inside of EPS 16 Plus. So then I was like, you know what? We might as well start a production crew. And we were both Taurus. Ah, uh, there it is. You know what I'm saying? Sugar Ray passed away. God bless the dead. My no boy doubt. Passed away. Rest in peace. You know what I'm saying? But um, I kept the name Mad Bull Productions and, and, you know, in honor of him. And like I said, we're both Taurus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> where we at with it alright there it is well French we've we've taken enough of your time man um, thank you brother we really appreciate it it's been a long time coming man for real yeah. no uh, tell everybody where they can go check you out um, um, you can check out my website madbullproductions.com I'm on Instagram bigfrenchmbp <clears throat> and uh, everything else is on the website that's what's up. Watch out. 12 for 12. Guinness Book of World Records. Here we come. You know what I'm saying? Lord Mob. Oh, never forget LordMob.com. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Got All right. And the merch up there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And uh, No More Humble Fashion out everywhere right now. Dang it. We're going to play some joints on 273 for sure this week. So. All right. Those, we're that's gonna, what's up, gonna man. Get into it. Shout out to my man, Mike Powers. Love that intro, man. Yeah, no Word. doubt. What's your joint other than the intro, uh, French? Name one more. You fuck. You, that's a top, top, top joint for you. Cut it three times. Cut it three times. Okay, beautiful. Fe- featuring Westside Gun. Yeah, man. Woo. Here we go, killer. Here we go, killer. All right, my brother. Thank you, man. Enjoy your evening. Uh, you we got appreciate it. you, French. We we'll talk to you soon, man. Me. Anytime y'all want to do this again, let's do it. No Word doubt. Up. We got Peace. you. Thank you, All my right. bro. Peace. Peace.